The other day I was walking down... I am in the middle of a sweeper for you. You know what's worse than not listening to Taylor and Mel in the morning on the radio? When you're trying to voice a sweeper and Taylor walks in the room and ruins it for the 10th take. So take 11, here we go. Listen to Mel and Taylor on the radio. Good morning, everyone. You're tuned in to Mel and Taylor on 89.7. Good, Good morning, Good morning, Mel. guys. Good morning, Taylor. And what a morning it is. Friday, TGIF. Friday, yes. What are your plans for the weekend, Mel? Tell me quick. Well, obviously, this weekend's going to be very hot, so I'm planning mm-hmm. on spending it somewhat indoors, a little bit outdoors as well. Mm-hmm. Just going to be spending it nice and quietly with family. As I mentioned, it is my mom's birthday, so just going to be... Chilling out in Mandra, I think, Big Taylor. Big shout out to Nita. Happy birthday. Hope it's hey, fabulous. Mom, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I know you're going to be having a jam-packed weekend, but what about our show today, Mel? What have we got planned? Well, we've got quite a show planned for you guys today. We're going to actually be speaking to Quinton Kennyhan in a couple of moments, yes. which is really exciting. Taylor, and I know we spoke a little bit about this before, but we got phobias. We've got some serious phobias, don't we? So we we're going to be speaking a little bit about that later on in the segment. So. Very nice. And I also have another sneaky interview with a fabulous American band by the name of Congo. So that's going to be a very, very special one, mm. one to listen to. But I thought to spice up the show a little bit, to start us off on a bang, we're going to begin with Hayley Seinfeld with Starving. If you slow Taylor's name down, you get Taylor Divertini. And that's exactly what she is, a massive diva. Isn't that right, Taylor? (laughs) I'm not a diva. (laughs) Okay, Taylor. Stay tuned on 89.7. She's here till 10. It is seven minutes past nine o'clock. And like we said earlier, Mella and I are so happy to be joined by actor extraordinaire Quentin Kennehan. Quentin is one of Australia's most unique celebrities, you could say. For many years, he's featured on national current affairs programs. So that's why we're so happy to have him on our show today. Um, he has cap- he's captured the nation's heart with his wit and humour and his never-say-die attitude. Um Quentin actually lives with a condition by the name of osteogenesis imperfecta, which means brittle bones. But I must tell you that this factor has never, ever stopped him. His determination for everything is infectious. And like I said, we're lucky enough to have him on the line today. Quentin, good morning. How Hello, are you? Hello, Quentin. Good morning. How are you both? Um, good, thank you. How? Yeah, no, going good this morning. I'll tell you what, <laughs> Friday, can't complain. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. It's going to be a good day. It's very, very exciting, but not exciting as the past few years for you, Quentin. But I want to start from the beginning and just a general, general comment. Uh, You yourself um, have grown up uh, around hospitals and doctors and nurses with your condition. But right now in 2016, how is your health keeping? Uh, Look, I have good days and bad days I guess at the moment I'm going through a bit of a good spell. That's good. I've only had one broken bone in about six months, so I can't complain. Mm-hmm. 
Well, um, for people at home, uh, the condition that Quentin and myself has, osteogenesis imperfecta, is brittle bones. So we can quite you often... Have it, Quentin? I do have it, Quentin. I do have it. Welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah, what a club to be in, hey? We can compare how many broken bones we've had. <laughs> but um, I'm in the 500. Well, are you serious, 500? Over 550, yeah. I lost counted about that. How do, uh, this is a question I've always wanted to ask. How do you manage to say so enthusiastic and um, just everything in between about life when you've been through so much? Because if I wasn't enthusiastic and if I didn't keep moving forward, I'd probably have, you know, ended myself by now. Mm-hmm. No, it's good to just keep a positive attitude and keep strong, I guess. I mean, that's what it's all about in the end. Definitely. But, Quentin, you've been um, up, to, up to some activity lately. I believe you've just released your um, autobiography, your book. So that's pretty exciting. I have. I have. I saw a photo of Taylor uh, reading it the other night in bed. That's right, in bed, yes, I bought it the other day and uh, I must say it's very good so far, I'm enjoying it. It's one that's hard to put down, I can tell you that. So Quentin, (laughs) Quentin, what was your inspiration for writing this? What was the drive behind it? I guess people knew so much about me but they probably didn't know the real story behind a lot of the things that have gone on in my life and I just thought it was time that you know, people got to see an insight into the other side of celebrity, the other side of disability, the other side of me, I guess, yeah. Well, you know what, You for someone uh, like yourself who's got such an infectious attitude and a positive spin on life, you sure have had some pretty incredible opportunities and that's what brings me back to your latest blockbuster feature in Mad Max Fury Road. Tell us a little bit about how you were chosen for the role. Well, I auditioned back in 2000, oh, 2011 mm-hmm. um, and nothing ever came of it and it was in late 2013, like two years later, after I'd forgotten all about it, when uh, my manager rang me and she said that um, that uh, the director wanted to talk to me and he rang me up and we spent a whole hour talking about life, the universe and everything that revolved around it. And um, uh, eventually I just had to ask me, you know, was he going to offer me a part? And he did. And so cool. uh, a week later, I was dressed up as Corpus Colossus, <laughs> um, sitting in a giant studio. That must have been so cool to be a part of such a massive or well, iconic franchise such as Mad Max. Definitely. What was it like behind the scenes on set? Who did you really connect with yeah, while on set know. of Mad Max? We want to know the juicy gossip. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I connected with with Tom Hardy. I got. To been a good afternoon. I love Tom Hardy. <laughs> Just putting it out there. And uh, he's a really lovely bloke. But the people that you mostly, that I mostly connected with, were the makeup people. You know, because really? I'm sitting in a in makeup seat for um, four and a half hours every day, um, getting them to put cosmetics on me and make me look like an albino. And so you're really just sitting there gossiping about you know, the world and what's going on and, you know, what's this person like and what's that person like. And I was kind of a bit naughty as 
as well because whenever I wasn't filming Mad Max, I'd, I'd, um, I'd go missing and run over to Russell Crowe's studio where he was filming the water demand. So I'd be there in full makeup, half naked, sitting on that set while Russell directed his film, and they'd always have trouble finding me. So I, I got in trouble a couple of times for being, uh, going AWOL. And do you ever get really starstruck when you meet um, different celebrities? Um, sometimes I do and sometimes I don't, depending who they are and what connection they have to me in my life um, or what connection they've had. Um, I generally got, don't get starstruck anymore, but, you know, when I met, like, Samuel L. Jackson and um, George Lucas and people like that you, I kind of you know get weak at the knees a little. Who wouldn't? That Samuel is amazing. <laughs> but you know what, Quentin? People would be starstruck when they saw you, see you. That's what oh, I reckon. Oh, oh. No. <laughs> yeah, of course we would. But we want to know here, eighty nine seven. Is there any future movie roles that we should watch out for? Um, I, I'm auditioning for a TV show next week. I'm, I'm fingers crossed it. I get that. I can't say which one it is, but if you are on my Twitter, then you'll know all about it. Ooh, we'll have, have to look out for that. During the break. That's very so exciting. brilliant. And apart from your numerous uh, movie appearances and TV spots, d- during the next couple of years, where can we where can we spot Quentin? What what are his plans? Um, well, I do have my own radio show on another uh, network that I uh, do every month. Um, so I'll be doing that next year. Um, I'm currently producing a, a fashion show for a charity. Oh, that I'm yes. ambassador for called Touched by Olivia. So we're going to be raising a, a buckload of money at this fashion event in, here in Adelaide. And um, I don't know, you know, I don't generally plan too far in advance. So I'm just happy to see the year out, enjoy Christmas with the family and friends and, you know, see where life takes me. That's brilliant, Sounds Quentin. Sounds brilliant. You've got a lot in the works there, Quentin. That's very exciting. And are you planning on spending a quiet Christmas this year or a big one with the family? Oh, just a quiet Christmas with the folks, yeah. It's, yeah, it's um, good. It's always good to catch up with everyone and um, just take a bit of time off, catch up on all the... You know, Netflix, I don't get to see. <laughs> Netflix and Netflix. chill, Netflix Quentin. Is everyone's weakness. <laughs> yeah, you can chill out with some Coca-Cola and potato chips, and that's my weekend. That's, that's me in a nutshell. That sounds like a pretty swell weekend to me, Couldn't Quentin. Couldn't a better way to spend a weekend. And you know what? As well, reading the new Quentin, not all superheroes wear capes book could also be a good one. And I believe it's in all good bookstores. Uh, Target as well, I believe. Where, where can people purchase in, your new book? Target, Big W, Kmart, Gimmick. Um, I think there are some specialty bookshops. You can also get it on iBooks. Nice. Um, Google Play, Amazon, and Booktopia. That is brilliant. So, guys, have no excuses. You can go get it anywhere. And if you've got one of those tough relatives that you don't know what to buy for something for Christmas, 
not all superheroes wear, wears capes. I reckon that's a good one, don't you think, Mel? Very good indeed. Very good. Thank There's you so no much. Thank you so much, us. Quentin. It's been an absolute pleasure. No worries. Thank you both for um, having me on your show this morning. And, um, hello to all my Perth uh, friends. I have a few friends in Perth. So oh, you have to I come won't... and visit us soon again. I will. I will. I love Perth. Oh, we love you, Quentin. Thanks so much. Chat soon. Thank you so Thanks. much. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, babe. Just letting you know I've arrived safely in Albany and uh, I've booked into Motel de Grant. It's actually the first motel on the right as you arrive from Perth. <laughs> what a great spot. Nice rooms, great menu and close to everything. So I'm off to have a spa. Call me later. Motel de Grand Albany. 98413600. Station sponsor. 89.7 is your community radio station run by your community. We value your feedback as it helps us present what you'd like to hear. You can post your feedback online at 897fm.com.au and click feedback or mail your feedback to P.O. Box 3292, Joondalup, WA 6919. The 89.7 Community File. Have your say, your city, your way. Check out the City of Joondalup's official Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and LinkedIn pages and become informed and actively engaged with what's happening in your local community. Enjoy fantastic photos, media releases, news, videos, event updates, public notices, employment vacancies, plus much more. Promote your non-profit organisation or community group and it's free. Fax through your details to 6304 or head to our website at 897fm.com.au traffic. Mel, what are the roads like this morning? Well, we have a little bit of congestion on the Mitchell Freeway southbound. It's slow on Up Road to Power Street. On the Quinana Freeway northbound, it's busy on Russell Road to Berrigan Drive and Canning Highway. And good news, the Northbridge Tunnel is moving well in both directions. So, well, you know... What could be better on a Friday? <laughs> Sounds brilliant, Mel. Thank you very much. Next up, we have Still Falling For You by Ellie Golding. It's 23 minutes past nine. You're tuned in to Taylor and Mel on 89.7. Next up, Mel, tell us what's happening around our beautiful city. Get ready for everything bright and sunny this weekend. Perth's biggest multicultural spring festival is coming to town. Wear your brightest yellow outfits to celebrate the arrival of spring at the Live Lighter Bassant Festival. It's a family-friendly event with plenty to do, with rides, cart flying, live music and market stalls featuring Indian food and international treats. It's from 3 till 10pm this Saturday at the Belmont Park Race Course. Entries by gold coin donation and all proceeds go to Telethon. Christmas is just around the corner, so why not get a head start and check out the Ladybird Market? Full of creative Christmas gifts, it showcases over 30 boutique stores featuring WA handmade and designed items and products. Check it out this Saturday from 9am till 5pm at Lakeside Joondalup. If you think spring couldn't get any brighter, think again. The Perth Colour Run will be held this Sunday, so get your headbands and cleanest white shirts. It's at Langley Park and starts at 9.30am. More info on ticket purchase, visit thecolourrun.com.au. 
This Sunday, we'll also see the return of the Mosman Craft Markets at Tom Perrett Reserve in Mosman Park. Check out everything that is handcrafted here in WA. There's everything from paintings, photography, sculptures, pottery works, fashion and much more. There will be something for everyone at the Mosman Craft Markets this Sunday from 9.30 until 2.30pm. Entry is by gold coin donation. And that's the Weekend Preview with Mel on 89.7. Are you a local? Wow, so are we. 89.7 is the place to be. It is 25 minutes past nine. You're with Mel on, and Taylor on 89.7. Now, Taylor, you know I'm a little bit of a foodie. And yes. we came across this article uh, by former student Laura Gartry. And quite an article, isn't it? It's about the new foodie movement called Hashtag Only in Perth. And Taylor, there's some interesting combinations there with uh, the food. I just, I don't know, I can't get my head around some of them. we got what? one bacon, egg and spinach latte, which I'm just like, mm, that would be interesting. Would I really want to try that though? Well, you know what? I'm the last person <laughs> who wants to try this concoction. In this unusual <laughs> latte, it has bacon fat, which immediately is a no-no for me. That's one of my phobias, is gelatinous bacon fat. No. Put that away from me. I don't like it a lot. No, hate it. Ugh, ugh, gross. And we also have, it also has, like you said, dried spinach, filtered water. Well, at least it's filtered. Oh, just trying to keep it healthy. <laughs> and the worst of the worst, raw egg. Got to get your protein in somehow. My gosh. But another one of them was a, a scone, but in the shape of a cone. I guess That's that kind it. of makes it, you know, convenient for walking around and eating at the same time, you know. That's the whole point of it. That's it. It's actually called a... A scone or a S cone. Mm, very uh, posh. So it's an ice cream cone meets a high tea scone with jam and cream. Delicious. It sounds very, very nice to me. And it's good for Perth that it, you know it's coming out with this kind of foodie movement. What's an unusual kind of food that is not um, common that you enjoy eating? Because all these things are kind of unusual. You wouldn't just find them in an all cafe. Is there a combination of, of foods that you have together that? It's a little bit unusual. Well, I have said this in the past. It's a little bit of a, I mean, mainstream combination of food, but Nutella, I'm a, you know, Nutella fiend pretty much. <laughs> but Nutella and Doritos, I don't know why. It's, it's oh. sweet and savoury, just like works nice together. Like I like salted caramel, but a yes. weird combination for me is just Nutella and Doritos. Like mm -hmm. very weird. What about you? Well, you know what? I am a bit of a fan of ice cream, soft serve ice cream to be exact, and French fries. Now, I've heard of this combination. Very you popular have. combination. I two. quite like it. Yeah. I, yeah, it's quite addictive. For me, I like to stick to like mainstream foods. Like I don't like to, you know, go off the beaten track, so to speak. Um, but would you try any of, um, you know, these kind of foods, the hybrid foods? I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be the bacon, egg and spinach latte. No, definitely not. But the scone... Yes. I'm Everyone quite loves a good scone. <laughs> and our very own Greg Pierce here likes a good scone as well. So I, I, for him. I, I'm with him on that one. Definitely one to try. One to try. Now, we're just about to go into the news, but I thought let's play a little bit of a song before. Let's do it. This is Faded by Alan Walker. You're tuned into 89.7. It is now half past nine. Now it's time to throw to Steph with the news. 
Need legal help? Call station sponsor Slater and Gordon on 9308-1700. This is 89.7 News. Good morning, Stephanie Garnett with your 9.30 report. Two boys have been charged over a number of recent crimes in the South Metro area. Police will allege the pair committed a number of aggravated burglaries, stole three motor vehicles, as well as other offences throughout October. Yesterday, police attended a house in Parmelia where the 16- and 14-year-old boys were seen in the backyard. It's alleged they tried to run away from police, jumping over several fences, and the older boy tried to fight officers. The teenagers will appear in the Perth Children's Court today. Perth's weak job market is having a negative impact on the housing market. With unemployment on the rise, house prices could fall another 2.7% next year. Property investors will also struggle, with experts predicting rent cuts of up to 1.6% in 2017. Traffic in the Perth CBD came to a halt this morning after an industrial bin caught fire near the corner of Hay Street and Elder Street. The bin was filled with carpet and the rubber from the carpet's backing caused heavy smoke in the area. The fire has now been brought under control and firefighters are cleaning up. A pregnant woman and her partner have escaped a fire which started in their pet snake's enclosure. The couple fled their home in Parmelia around 2am. It's believed the heat pad in the snake's cage at the rear of the house caused the blaze. The 20-year-old man was treated for smoke inhalation and the reptile died. Damage is estimated at $20,000. Station sponsor, Slater and Gordon Lawyers. Call Joondalup, 9308-1700. The summer of cricket is here. Australia and South Africa are gearing up for day two of the first test at the WACA, which gets underway in an hour. The Proteas were dismissed for 242 yesterday after outstanding bowling from Mitchell Stark returning from injury. And in Sheffield Shield cricket, WA is 1 for 40 against New South Wales this morning. Jonathan Wells was dismissed for 17. Sunny in Perth today with a top of 28. It'll be a nice day for the beach tomorrow. We're headed for a 37-degree day. Sunday will be sunny and 26. Right now in Hillary's, it's 18.2 degrees. More news at 10 o'clock. The other day I was walking... I am in the middle... Of a sweeper for you. You know what's worse than not listening to Taylor and Mel in the morning on the radio? When you're trying to voice a sweeper and Taylor walks in the room and ruins it for the 10th take. So take 11, here we go. Listen to Mel and Taylor on the radio. It is 27 minutes to 10. You're with Mel and Taylor on 89.7. Now, Taylor, I don't know about you, but I'm a little bit of a practical joker. I love a good prank every now and then, as long as it's not me, yeah, exactly. me being pranked. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I just I love a good prank. And you know what? I actually read in the news. I was just scrolling through the news and that. You know, you know about the whole clown craze, right? I mean, I who hasn't heard about the clown craze? Apparently, this kid in Germany, he dressed up as a clown and he planned to scare a group of his friends unknowingly, you know, one of his friends accidentally <laughs> stabbed him in the torso. Can you oh, believe it? Oh, wow. No, Un- it's that's, very unfortunate. That's unfortunate. And it's only until it's only until he took his mask off that his friend realised that, oh, my God, that is my friend that I just stabbed. 
You know, the clown craze, it's, it's, it's no good for anyone. It, it, does, laughing, it does no favours. No, you know what? I'm yet to see a crazy clown in Perth. You know what? I haven't come across one yet. Thank God. I think I, I don't, don't know go, what I would do. You don't want to go clown hunting with me? No, no. I think I'll I'll, I'll stay indoors. I think. <laughs> but Taylor, have you have you played any pranks? Are you a notorious prankster? You know what? I like you often get pranked, and I'm very a, a very jumpy person and a very oh gullible gosh, yes. kind of person because I tend to believe people when they say things and take them as gospel. And I quite often have like fake spiders thrown at me or yeah chair pulled out and just something would you say that's <laughs> fine would you like say that. you're an arachnophobic you're a bit of a i i a little bit yeah i yeah. am my boyfriend chris hi chris he is a big arachnophobic we we're watching tv the other day and he was freaking out just by watching on the tv i thought wow i thought i was bad but hey could you imagine if you like threw a fake plastic spider at him he would just he'd probably have like he'd a pretty serious meltdown <laughs> You know what? In my day, like my sister and I, we always used to prank my brother. Like mm-hmm. we used to literally draw on his face while he was sleeping with like red lipstick, and then we used to take photos of it, and we found it incredibly <laughs> hilarious. But you know that all came to an end um, as you grow up. But yes, <laughs> it was yes. fun. It certainly was. Moving on bit. now, yes. Taylor. Um, you have some rather uh, exciting. Exclusive, exclusive interview. interviews to tell us about. Yes, my partner and I, Chris, actually recorded this interview a little while ago, and it's with one of his and now my um, one of our favourite bands. Uh, the name of the band is called Congos. They're mm. American. They originally came from South Africa, but hey, they migrated over man. to the US, and they have made it to the big time. They're famous for songs such as "Come With Me Now." Um, just amazing band, and this interview is definitely one to listen to. So today on 89.7 we are joined by international superstar band Congos and on the line today we have with us Dylan who is kind enough to chat to us. Firstly Dylan thank you very much for being on the show. We want to know starting directly back from the beginning how do you manage being in a band together being brothers? Uh, Well first of all thanks for such a grandiose introduction <laughs> superstars <laughs> might be the first time I've gotten that um, well, we've not known anything different you know we've been in this band for uh, a long time and uh, we've only been in the band with our brothers other than the two older guys they did a few little uh, combos and kind of groups in at ASU the University in Arizona for some jazz stuff but this is kind of all we've known so we kind of get over our issues really quickly and we kind of move on to the more important stuff was it a challenge initially to move from your dad's professional shadow and kind of become your own musicians? You know, we didn't really think of it that much. Um, we we kind of just started playing music as uh, for fun, and uh, that's how our dad encouraged it. You know, like we, we were kind of uh, brought up playing piano for the joy of uh, playing music, and it only started becoming a career choice when we we saw the fun in playing live gigs and we kind of saw the reaction from the crowd and your ego gets a little boosted and you think, oh, I don't really want to do anything else. So uh, we hadn't really thought of it that much and uh, our dad was always like really supportive in that way. So we were, and, and his career was, you know, quite a long time ago. He kind of gave up on the um, limelight career when he started having kids in the early 80s. So it, well, there wasn't much of a shadow that we needed to like try to step out of. Um, I think, it more so just helped, like all of his all of his experiences and everything, just contributed to um, our being able to navigate, you know, being in the music business. 
Beautiful. So Congos is currently on a grand tour of the US, the Egomaniac Tour. Tell us a little bit how it's going so far. Uh, it's going great. We're about seven or eight shows in. We started in Las Vegas, um, went up the West Coast, and we went into Canada for a few dates. And now we're in the Midwest. We're in Chicago, uh, which is one of our, our biggest markets. It's very exciting to be back here. Um, we brought out the Joy Formidable, a band from uh, Wales, and they're also really great. And we've brought a whole big production with us, so it's uh, it's exciting to be doing a you know a headlining run where we put on our own show and uh, play all the new songs and put on you know our lighting and video production and all the you know the kind of content we've built for this uh, hour and a half set. Which country, aside from America and your and your original home, South Africa, which country have you seen the most success in? It's hard to say, but probably uh, Brazil um, or Mexico, maybe Colombia. Somewhere, you know, South America and and Mexico have been really, really supportive. Uh, we've had little successes here and there in Europe and um, down under. You know, we've had some radio play here and there, but we've actually gone and toured. Uh, South America and Mexico, and we've seen the kind of results of uh, what Come With Me Now and what Lunatic did. So that, and that was pretty mind-blowing when we went down to Mexico City and Brazil. Uh, you know, the crowds there knew all the songs. There were massive crowds knew all the songs. Like, not just Come With Me Now, they knew all the songs from the album, which was completely mind-blowing. We had no idea that we had fans down there. Mm, that sounds fantastic, because you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a massive fan of you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, pretty much everyone I know, I tell them about, oh, have you heard of this brand new band? You know, they're, they're from, originally from South Africa, and they play all this really cool, like, garage rock sort of, like, really funky sort of stuff. And they're like, uh, no, and I just say, oh, have you heard that Come With Me Now song? And they go, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that on a trailer for, <laughs> awesome like, song. some, like, sport thing, I don't know. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of our, what we need to, what we're trying to work on now, is making that connection between the song and the band, which is, you know, it's always a difficult thing to do. It takes a long time for people to make the connection between just that one song and the band that, you know, plays it. Mm. Talking about connection, you mentioned before that you had quite a bit of radio play here in Australia, but the big question we want to know is, does Congos have any sneaky plan on visiting Down Under anytime soon? Uh, yeah, absolutely. We're really hoping to get there next year. You know, it's been on the been penciled in in the books and we had a, a little short tour planned last year and just a whole bunch of scheduling and timing issues uh conflicted so we weren't able to do it so we had to postpone it but uh yeah i mean it's been a dream of ours we've never none of us have even ever been uh to australia so uh-huh. uh except our tour manager who you know, our tour manager used to uh work with empire of the sun and so he spent a whole lot of time in australia and he keeps on raving about it and bragging about how much time he spent there and so we're like all right all right again it's, it's pretty um, yeah. so <laughs> we definitely have we definitely have plans it's it's not too bad if you yeah. ask us yeah it's pretty good you you won't need to rug up here it's it's if you come during christmas time all you need is a good pair of songs and a singlet and you'll be good to go because it gets mm. quite hot gets not, quite hot not many people expect that there was uh donald glover he came over here for a festival about two years ago and it was during the perth bushfires and he was so he, he said he almost fainted on stage because there was just so much smoke in the air and the heat he was he did not expect it at all so not hey, many people do hey we want congos to come don't scare <laughs> yeah, them away yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think I think I can. We can handle it. You know, we've although we were originally from South Africa, we spent the last twenty years in um, Phoenix, Arizona, and it yes. gets to 40, 45, 50 degrees centigrade. Oh yeah, I've, there. So we've, you know, 
Yeah, I, I went there. We to, can weather it. I went there to awesome. this this year, and I was going all around uh, the the south of of the United States. And when I got to Phoenix, and it was like forty five degrees centigrade at at the middle of the night, I was like, "Yep, I'm not going to like this." <laughs> I was glad I was only there for a night. <laughs> well, yeah, that uh, allows you to have very nice swims at two a.m. in the morning. Mm. We certainly do. Well, I'd just like to thank you. Chris and I would like to thank you personally, Dylan, for coming on the show today. Uh, we really appreciate it. And we love talking about Congos mm. and we wish them all the success for the future. Of course. So thank you. Thank you very much. And we yeah. uh, hope the Egomaniac Tour goes well. And I believe that the Egomaniac is available on iTunes and in stores I've at got the it. moment. <laughs> yeah, Chris has got it. And. I've got it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the show and for the support. You know, I can't wait to uh, come down there and play a few shows. And when we do, we'll we'll uh, meet up in person. Oh, that, that sounds, sounds fantastic. so exciting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, You've you made my co-host very happy. Thank you very much, Dylan, once again. And good luck tonight. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thanks, guys. At Hogs, he can customise his Caesar salad with a pan-seared salmon topper. At Hogs, she can always order delicious slow-cooked garlic prawn prime rib steak. At Hogs, he can now order a feta orange and pear salad. And at Hogs, she can happily order a tutti-frutti sundae on any day. With a great choice of delicious entrees, main meals and desserts, and daily blackboard specials served with our unique Hogs vitality. Come in and see what's new on the menu at Hogs, Australia's Steakhouse. Station sponsor. This November, get moving, Australia, and stride for stroke. The Stroke Foundation needs you in the fight against stroke. Whether you walk, ride, skip, or swim, you can even unicycle. It's great for your health. And every dollar you raise can make a big difference to thousands of Australians. Entry is free, so sign up yourself or a team now. Call 1300 194 196 or visit stride, the number four, stroke.org.au. Talking about what's happening in your community. How important do you think those particular issues are to the average Australian? I think they're very important. Everything that government does. Politics, music, community groups and non-profit organisations. If it's making news, you'll hear it here. Tell us why you've decided to do this, Lucy. I've been trying to think of ways that I can help back and help the community and try and help Cancer Foundation. It's a bit of light-hearted fun. It's informative and entertaining. Sue Mick with producer David Apps and Nina Henderson for the Wednesday Morning Show. Of course, they're all, you know, songs that mean something to you, but which one of them is your favourite? Oh, you can't say that. Um, I know, it's like picking children, yeah. isn't it? it yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's different on the day. That's right. Wednesday mornings from 9 on 89.7. It is 15 minutes to 10. You're with Mel and Taylor on 89.7. Taylor, nice to hear from some fellow South Africans there and in America too. They're doing well for themselves. They are doing extremely well and are really, really down to earth. Dylan was very, very down to earth and overall a really, really great group. And I've got quite a few hits that I've enjoyed from their newest Egomaniac album. But one in particular is by the name of Take It From Me. It is 12 minutes to 10. You're with Mel and Taylor on 89.7. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to this weekend. So we're going to kick it off uh, just a little bit in a couple of minutes now with Flume. Uh, a little later on, we're going to be speaking a little bit about phobias. 
Mel is from another land. She's South African. That says a lot. Taylor is a... L- <laughs> You're listening to Mel and Taylor on 89.7. I gotta love that song there. That's Bloom's (laughs) remix there of Taku with Haya. Now, Taylor, I was having a look once again, trolling through the news, and mm-hmm. I came across this horrific picture of a huntsman was it spider. Me? <laughs> no, <laughs> it was a huntsman spider. Take, it was a picture of a huntsman spider taken in Queensland. Now, oh. this huntsman spider, people, it is monstrous, and I just I got the biggest shudder when I saw this picture. Taylor, I I'm a little bit of a, an arachnophobic. I have to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Amongst my many phobias, I mean, this morning, Taylor and I, we, we walked into the studio and we actually, Taylor made a Snapchat story about it. <laughs> As we, you do. As you we do. We saw a cockroach on the wall. We have a little bit of a, an infestation. They're, mm-hmm. they're taking over the studio. Um, <laughs> Must say, we weren't in that room for very long and the cleaning lady was put to good use. Literally, the cleaning lady was around. I was like, please, can you just vacuum up? She had the vacuum ready on her back. I said... Please, can you just vacuum up this cockroach? Like, I'm freaking out. Taylor's in the corner, like, Snapchatting the story. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't even de- deal. Like, I've, it was, I've it was a very traumatic experience. It one was. of the highlights of our postgraduate broadcasting degree. But we want to know, I want to know, Mel, what other phobias do you have? What other phobias do I yeah. have? Anything that crawls or slithers? Yes. Yeah, that's yes. one of my phobias. I know your phobia is obviously gelatinous bacon fat. Gelatinous bacon is not mm-hmm. my thing. Mm-hmm. And as that well. That is tasty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so disgusting. Um, but another thing that I don't like, also a little critter, is moths. Moths? I cannot stand moths. Not just, you know those big butterfly moths? Yes. They're, they're gross. But I'm talking the little baby ones that I shouldn't be afraid of. I'm just so frightened of moths. But are you you are scared of the big ones, right? Please tell me you are. Yeah, I but am. But more so of the small ones. But you know, That's have you, you noticed with the big ones, they kind of keep to themselves in the corner of a room, don't really bug you, but the little ones just hang around and will not leave you alone? That's what I don't It's like. like I have a target on my head. It's always like those big moths <laughs> just fly into my head. I don't know. I'm a magnet for those kind of things, unfortunately. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Where do we, you know, what's wrong with us, hey? Uh, Well, indeed, I don't know. We seem to be magnets for those kind of things, Taylor. (laughs) I don't know. All right, it is six minutes to ten right now. We're going to play a little bit of Temple for you by Kings of Leon to get your weekend started. I can't get enough of that one there from Kings of Leon. It's currently two minutes to ten. You're with Mel and Taylor on 89.7. And Taylor, I've got to see, I, I've had a blast uh, so doing the show I. this morning. Thank you to everyone out there listening to our bands. I yeah, mean, it's been good. Guys, good bands and our bangers. Bands and bangers. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to play another hit for you now. We've got the Wombats with Tokyo. It will take you into news. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you and goodbye. Yeah. 